Yeah, so my dad wanted to hop on my podcast today. He's been asking for a while now, so uh this is what today went like. this is what today's segment went like. Um anybody out there listening, thank you for listening. Good days with Gwen, also known as the ESTA representative. Because you had a relationship that you 
Yeah. You could actually see yourself saying, you know, I'm struggling. I'm going through a hard time. My relationship is not working. My kids are dysfunctional. Uh, my husband, I don't know where he is. My boyfriend is this. My girlfriend is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my taxes, my uh, my home life, my whole, my whole demeanor is just out of whack. I can't help. And yeah, you can send me to church on Sunday. I can open up the Bible, but at the end of the day, we are we are a creature, and we believe in faith, mm. but we also believe more so in what we see. Yeah, we do. See, if I see that you love me, if mm. I feel that you love me, then therefore I know that you love me. Yeah. See, I know that God is never, never changing. I know that he never failed. But in the day-to-day scheme of it, the people that I was raised up with, the, my blood relatives, those people who I've pulled into, whether they blood or not, but have pulled into my nucleus, we don't have a real connection anymore. No. We have a Facebook, everybody's so super busy. Yeah. Doing nothing. Doing I mean, nothing. really super busy. Doing nothing. You know, they're turning the wheels out of, you know, trying to, they, we're so much on trying to get the dollar that we don't even have time to spend the dollar. Mm-hmm. Not properly. Not for real. We don't spend it on what was what, valuable. I mean, we all get together and, you know, hey, girl, uh, ain't your baby going to have a uh, birthday? Yeah, well, yeah, we need to do something. So they mm-hmm. get some, if somebody cooks some corn and, on the car, somebody got some watermelon, somebody got some ribs or some hot dogs, and we got together just because it was Sunday and we got together just to see. But who needs some help without talking about some help? Right. Uh, see, I don't need you to talk about helping me. I need you to help me. And sometimes it ain't always financial. It ain't always about the instant physical gratification of food. Sometimes it's emotional. Mm-hmm. I just need to know that people care about me other than when it's an extreme emergency. Just on the GP is that you just care about me because we family. We belong to each other. We have a, con- a kinship, a connection that supersedes the average, supersedes the plane, supersedes the, the mayday, day to day. You know, if you, like when you really know people, then you can say, well, what's your kid's name? I shouldn't have to ask you what's your kid's name if I have a relationship with you because I see them, all, I see them enough that I didn't learn it because they know my name. Yeah. So how do they have any respect for their elders when they don't know their elders? You can't. Res- we used to know who grandma, auntie it was because mama said, "Oh, that's your auntie." Daddy said, "That's your uncle." Da 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 da. So the boy was no argument, no competitive, or trying to talk back to an elder when you knew that was basically the same person as old as your mama and your daddy. Why? Because they told you so. Mm-hmm. So it was an instant need of respect and revere. Because so you knew, you knew, you couldn't talk to your mama and your daddy crazy. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So nobody had to tell you don't talk to your auntie. It didn't matter if you didn't agree. Your auntie is your mama's sister. Mm-hmm. You know, your uncle is your daddy's brother. Yep. So you ain't got to agree, but you took back from that conversation and said, hey, my uncle said so-and-so and so. Now, she had an issue with it. She would have dealt with it. Yeah. You know, if auntie was out of point, uncle went there because that's his sister. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so therefore, the respect line was already drawn based upon protocol. Based upon protocol, no, but based upon practice. Yeah. But if you're going together, you're practicing to know how to respect your elders because you're there with them. Exactly. You're, you, you, and, and you and you know those the ones that that are a little slow. Uh, uh, a little arrogant, et cetera, et cetera. Why? Because you have watched them develop around you, and 
either you choose to follow in their path because they you like their success. You like their swag, you like they 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 they, they flamboyant, you like their fashion, mm-hmm. you like their poise, you like their confidence, whatever it may be. You get a chance because you got role models day to day that you see week after week, day after day, in some cases depending on how close you live, that you can say, This is what I wanna be or not or this is something I don't wanna be able to do. Yeah. But nowadays, because we said we have such a malfunction, malfunction, malnutrition relationship in our society, is that everybody passes everybody and then they assume that they have a superficial friendship. Yeah. And they say, well, how long have you been doing them? Oh, a month, six months, or a couple of years. I have friends I've been knowing since I was damn near in diapers. Mm-hmm. But we grew up in a, in a network environment of the projects or very who lived on 9th street yep. who lived on 10th street so we knew who lived on those block out why we lived in mm-hmm. why because our mamas and daddies were struggling trying to feed us just like they mamas and daddies were trying to struggle to feed them but they fed the community fed those kids mm-hmm. not only with the nourishment of, 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 of bodily food but with spirituality with common sense with street sports with uh berber of uh, you, you have a sense of community. Why? Because you belong to 9th Street. Yeah. You belong to 10th Street. You belong to 8th Street. You belong to the project. You belong to the web. You had a sense of identity of, of belonging to something that was bigger than you. Yeah. And that even after you was gone, it still thrived. Right. You know, it still went on. When everybody said, where, where, did you, where do you live? Oh, man, I'm from the hill. South End. Low Bottoms. North End. Mm-hmm. You know, those communities thrive even after a lot of the people that we look at as the patriarchs and the matriarchs of those communities has passed. And then other people filled in, stepped up. Yeah, that's what it's about. To be recognized and let people know, hey, those of, those of us who have left, the spirit stays, the community stays. We're still vital. We're still out here achieving and showing the world uh, how good and how successful we are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And those are the things that I think that, you know, that we have truly lost uh, in our society. And not only just in the black society, but, you know, it was a cultural thing. It was a white thing. It was an Italian thing. It was a Mexican thing. It was a poor people thing. It was a homeless thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody felt, everybody followed a certain conduct. Yeah, a certain code. Yeah. Sure and it didn't matter your financial or social status or even where you stayed. Mm-mm. You had a sense of self-worth, a sense of self-preservation, and folks is going to help you. Oh, because they from the neighborhood. Yeah. They from the block. They from the town. You know, they from the state. We took actually took pride on what what state we was in. Mm-hmm. Now, niggas multinational in the same in the same state. How can you be a multinational nigga? Ain't never been nowhere but uh, uh, East St. Louis or Belleville or Cahokia. <laughs> For real, nigga, you 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 multinational, multi multi insane. You know, <laughs> you know. I'm just saying that you know, that's the problem that I find that our society has, and then the churches broke down. Yeah. No more revivals. Uh, the pandemic is the most time that people should be gathered together safely and understand we need to do mass and everything we can do to protect ourselves, not just black and white folks. Yeah. But ourselves, our yeah. babies, our children, our grannies, our aunties, all of that. Mm-hmm. That's that's self-preservation. 
is. You protect the one, you protect the many. Look at that guy go out here and check in. But I love you. You need, you need a little money or something? You need a little something? I do, yes. What you need? What you need? What you need? What you, whatever's on your heart. All right, I'm going to send you something. I'm going to send you something today. You know, your, uh, Elena got here to get here today. Yeah, I texted her too. I said I would like to see her, but I'm still quarantining. Yeah, well, she's going to be here for 10 days, so you'll get a chance to see her. Okay, well, you do what you got to do, and I'll hit you back. I love you. Love you too, now, baby. Take care of that. If you need me, you know, holler at a nigga. All I can do is say yes, baby. I got half, or I got some more. <laughs> <laughs> you know how we do. We family. Yeah, I wreck up, so I got you. All right, baby. Love you, now. Love you, too. Oh, damn. I got to get that, too. That's my pops, y'all. Anybody out there wondering who that? Minister Ira Bernard Dickerson. <laughs> I leave man. When you hear this message, um, just know that I appreciate you. Um, I'm glad that you're going to take the procedures to um, lengthen your journey and get the help that you need for your heart. Um, my prayers are always for you. I love you. And I thank you for being a good dad, a great dad. Stay safe and do what you're supposed to do. I love you. From your baby girl. Good days of Gwen, also known as the ESTL representative. We out.